This episode of Christmas Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Disney to theater to Christmas, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Christmas, everybody! Welcome to the Christmas Countdown Show! My name is Eric Peterson. I am talking with Danny Jordan, my good, good buddy. We got Chris Sisley also on the podcast today. We got our good buddy Emilio helping out. We are here, folks. This is the Christmas Countdown Show. It is episode number 217. Episode wow. 17 of season 2. This is going to be coming out on uh, December 17th. No, not December 17th. December 12th. <laughs> December 12th. I was looking at the wrong date, uh, which means it's only 13 days until Christmas, Danny. Oh, my god. 13 gosh. days. Lucky 13. There's a oh, lot to yeah. do in 13 days. How are you feeling? So are you ready? Are you excited? Are you getting nervous? Are you? Uh, what's, what's your feeling on where we're at in the season? On the 13th day of Christmas, my psychiatrist gave to me <laughs> some new anti-anxiety medication. No. Um, no I, <laughs> yeah, thank you. I just made that up on the spot. Uh, you know, write what you know, they say, Eric, write what you know. Um, no, I'm, I'm feeling great. You had me stressed out there for a second when you said December 17th because I was like, oh, my Oof. gosh, I just lost days. Now I'm in yeah. single digits. Almost also, it's week. my sister's it's my sister's birthday, and I better give her a call. Um, so you had me like super stressed out there for a moment. But, Wait, your uh, sister's birthday is on the seventeenth, December seventeenth. Yeah, Ooh, one that, of my sisters. That is, yeah, that is a tricky date because it is Why? not quite close enough to Christmas to get the like. Listen, we're just going to give you one present, but it's like kind of too close to Christmas. What what is the the policy in your family? Does she get a full birthday and a full Christmas, or? Does she get lumped together into one? Well, uh, so here's the thing. One of my sisters is the 17th. The other one's the 19th. So we've got a twofer uh, situation going on. But, you know, they were from, you know, my parents got divorced when I was really young. So they're from, you know, uh, secondary marriages. So it's not in the same house. But I feel like I feel like they always got some sort of celebration uh, when we were kids. Now that you're asking me this question, I'm trying to remember. um what we did for my sister's birthdays when, when we were growing up. Maybe maybe they didn't get a party. Uh, maybe if you can't remember, maybe that means that it was sort of folded into uh, Christmas. Oh, my gosh. I feel like a horrible brother in this moment. I'm trying to remember <sighs> one of the birthday parties. I know sure. I know Nicole. Nicole definitely had parties for sure. Erin, um, I don't know why I'm feeling like she had some like ice skating birthday maybe at one point because she was super into like taking ice skating lessons here in town because we have a you know an sure. ice skating rink here in, in our town. I feel like that happened, which feels very appropriate. You know, if you have a December yeah. birthday to go ice skating for your birthday, feels like yeah. something you should do. And um, if Erin, I know you listen to the show. If we did not go ice skating for your birthday, I am really sorry um, that I am. <laughs> Remembering your birthday parties incorrectly, but uh, you know, but happy funny. birthday. Yes. Happy birthday to your sister. You know, it's funny. My son, Miles, who was on the podcast this season, uh, his yeah. birthday is January 22nd. So okay. his is actually kind of a great birthday date because he asks for whatever he wants for Christmas and he gets whatever he ends up getting. You get what you get and you'll like it. And, uh, <laughs> and, but whatever he doesn't get at Christmas, we're able to sort of be like, well, okay, he, uh, I guess we didn't realize how much he wanted that 
you know, Hot Wheels racetrack. And so then birthday, boom, we just get it right then. That's so smart. Speaking of Hot Wheels yeah. racetrack, I got to tip my cap to you. You know, I was at your holiday party a couple you know, weekends yeah. ago, and I noticed in your kids' little play area, you have a basket that is just like overflowing with Hot Wheels track. Oh, yeah. And I was yeah. very impressed. And it took everything in me not to start pulling it out <laughs> and, and building a track right through the middle of your party. I do know that you love to build uh, build the tracks. So uh, thank I you really for, do. For, for not doing it. It was pretty crowded. It would have been tricky. But, uh, but yeah, we do have a lot of... A lot of tracks. We're, you know what, we're, this is an issue we should talk about. So, mm. Miles is now seven. Uh, he'll be eight right. in January. He's like getting to the age now where we're like, hey, bud, for Christmas, you know, you're going to get some new stuff. I think we need to like say goodbye to some of the. Mm toys that you've gotten in Christmas's past, you know, and right. some of the big toys, you know, it's, it's easy to throw away like a little, you know, figurine that they haven't played with in, you know, a year or something. You're like, they don't play with this. So you just put it in goodwill box or whatever. But like, right. he's got like this train thing, like a Thomas, the train kind of big, mm. you know, like, you know, three foot tall sort of train set, but he, he never plays with it anymore. It's completely mm. just sitting there taking up space. And we had to have that conversation. We were like, you know, bud, you know, you haven't really played with that in probably almost two years now. Do you think maybe we should bring that to Goodwill and then maybe some family that is, you know, having a little more struggles to get through Christmas can get this and some little kid who's maybe five or six, like when you were, when you got this, will enjoy this. But I could see it was, he said, okay, but I could see it was mm. really hard for him. Do you remember that ever happening to you as a kid of your parents saying like, we need to get rid of toys or did they just like thin the herd and not let you know you know I, I was the oldest so i feel like when you're the oldest i still am i, I they haven't aged past me at this point <laughs> in time uh thankfully um no i think as the oldest you know your toys a lot of times don't leave the house they True. end up you know going to your sibling who's you know coming up behind you i mean i'm seeing that happen in real time with my girls at home where a lot of the stuff that Emerson had and played with when she was one, two years old, now Riley's just playing with those toys, which has got to be pretty cool for Emmy because she hasn't really had to have that real big separation yet from some right. of her like most cherished things. So like thinking back to my childhood, I feel like I don't remember a lot of toys going away because I feel like my brother, you know, who's five years younger than me, by the time I was aging out of things, I think they just like, sort of became his toys though right even as i'm saying that i probably was like you can play with it but just know that it's not really yours like <laughs> it's I, really that's mine. probably yeah and i'm just letting you use it but whenever i need it you got to give it back to me um <laughs> and that's probably something i would have said because i as a brother uh, i don't know if i've ever told you this story eric but um my when we were kids uh we used to go to chuck e cheese all the time uh yeah it's where a kid can be a kid sure. um and, you know, I used to like collect tickets, right? Like I was like, oh, you know, I don't want like a bouncy ball. I don't want like a little like rocket car. So you would save, save tickets over multiple trips. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. I was one of those. Wow. People. I was like, I was like, that's Sega. That's going to be investing mine. early. I love that. I mean, that's one way to look at it. Uh, <laughs> it probably was the worst investment of all time because of how much money I dropped <laughs> of my parents just to just to get like. A baseball um right. but uh but as kids like i saved up all these tickets and then my my brother i i struck this deal with him because i realized i was getting a little bit older and i was like do i really want like some toy from chuck e cheese Eh, not really 
but my brother's five years younger and he really wants toys from Chuck E. Cheese. So I had like, you remember it got to the point where you like, they would start eating your tickets and they would print a receipt where it's like, you have 470 tickets. So I had these receipts. Exactly. Just like that, but for children. And so I said to my brother one day, I was like, Hey, I got, I got a deal for you. I will trade you all of my Chuck E. Cheese tickets. If you become my armrest for the rest of my life. Um, and so I gave him and he was like, okay, that's a great deal. And so I gave him all my receipts and I kid you not, like up until I was probably like 19, 20 years old, I would just put my arm like right on his shoulder. And he goes, really, we're still doing this. I said, it was a lifetime deal, man. Did you spend those tickets? Did you spend those tickets? I don't, I, you did. I don't have those prizes. Um, so yeah, I, uh, oh, that's good anyway. So, so that's the, I bring that up just to say, I probably, you know, was telling my brother that those toys that I had as a kid that became his were probably truly mine. Sure. Um, that's what you got to do as a big brother. Totally. And the good news is because my parents don't like to get rid of anything. All those toys are still at their house. So maybe <laughs> that's why I don't have that separation <laughs> issue is I know I could go to the garage and pull down a box and sure. all my Ninja Turtles are still going to be there. So, right. Love that. <laughs> yeah. So thanks, mom and dad. Anyway, oh, um, so so where do we go from here? Speaking of our children, you know, yesterday I got to go to my daughter Emerson's first ever holiday recital. Eric. Right. Yeah. I knew that was coming up. Oh my gosh. How'd it go? Yeah. That it was emotional. I was an emotional wreck, but in all the good ways. Like it was it was good tears. It's like those those tears and emotions that like choke your neck. And yeah. you just like your your heart feels like it's like beating out of your chest and your eyes like you have this like pressure behind your eyes. That's just like, if I let it all go, I'm going to cry all over everybody right now. But it was right. and I knew that was going to happen like at, at her rehearsals when they were like playing, you know, somewhere in my memory, which is what they danced to from Home Alone. Yeah. Just watching her learn the choreography. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm a mess. Um but it was so cool to see her up there with her classmates and um, just finding something that she really loves and getting that out there on a stage and, you know, coming in, you know, this is, these are the moments where your kids really start to come into their own and like they gain yeah. this confidence in themselves to stand up in front of, you know, you know, a few hundred people they don't know and, and dance. It was um, yeah. super special and something I'm going to hold on to forever. I love that. Love that. Miles actually, he uh, has uh, his school sort of Christmas production thing. It's coming up, and one of the songs they're singing is Hark the Herald Angels. And so Ooh. we've been to a couple, like, Christmassy party things over the season, and he's always like, are they going to play Hark the Herald? Because I know that one. And he really, he really, <laughs> wa- he really wants to belt that one out. It's, it's so great, too, seeing, especially Miles, sort of come into his own as a performer because, you know, mm. obviously I'm an actor. Lisa, my wife, was an actress. Sophie, my daughter, is clearly sort of heading down that path. But we, like, didn't want to ever make Miles feel like you have to follow in the family business, you know. If he wants to, <laughs> great. But, like, you know, there was, I didn't want to ever have any pressure on that. And he has, may I just say for the record, such a beautiful, lovely singing voice. Mm. I think that he is going to really uh, do great things with his singing because he – He's got a great instrument in there, and it's uh, it's really cute to see him singing. Aww. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king. It's very great, very great. Oh, Eric, you singing this is 
making me think of something I needed to talk about on this show. Yes. What's that? So one of my best friends, Mikey, who I told you about recently that gave us like the crank that turns on the Christmas lights. Yes. Yeah. So he sings in a uh, gospel choir uh, out here in Pasadena called Sela, Sela Gospel Choir. And I went to their show last weekend. And let me tell you, I don't remember the last time that I was in a space where the electricity of the performers and the people in the audience were was that electric. Like it I, wow. I text Lynn texts me, she goes, How's it going? I was at intermission. I go, I honestly think like this building might explode. Like <laughs> it was just there were people, you know, because, you know, with gospel music and this choir specifically, like they really encourage participation from people sure. who are in the audience. So there were people who were on their feet clapping along like and it was like that from beginning to end. I looked up in like the the balcony at one point and there were people dancing in the aisles and their hands were up. And it was one of the That's most awesome. electric experiences I've ever been a part of. And because it, it was the first time since 2019 that they were able to have their holiday concert. So oh, wow. this has been building up for a while. Pent up energy, yeah. Oh my gosh, it was absolutely incredible. It was a night um, I will never forget. The spirit was definitely all up in Pasadena Covenant Church uh, the other night, and That's I'm awesome. so grateful to have had that experience. And, I, and it was good because, you know, I think with our show, you know, I've realized for myself, I was thinking about this the other day, is that, you know, I'm thinking about like the lights and all these things that are sort of like, quintessential Christmas that we talk about on the show. And, you know, maybe I'd been, I don't know, not paying enough attention to the spirit of the season as it were. And, sure. and specifically, you know, the reason for the season. And, and it really, um, I think, uh, awoke a part of my heart that maybe I hadn't, um, been paying as much attention to lately. And it, it was very powerful and moving and, you know, grateful to, to have had that experience, especially leading up to the Christmas season. So I feel like yeah. I have a new excitement going into Christmas 2022. I love that. You know, I've never been to like a gospel performance in person. I love listening to gospel music. I love watching videos of gospel music on social media, but I've never actually been. I Next time, maybe next year I can come with you because that sounds like a ton of fun. Oh, dude, there's 60 people in the choir um, and like, they're so supportive. Like one of the coolest things they did was like, whenever it would go to like the next song, like the soloist would be like working their way down through the choir and everyone would be like turning around, clapping for them. They're like, you got this, you got this. Yeah, yeah. And like, they would get down there. And as they started singing, like everyone would be like throwing their hands up at them. And they'd be like, yes. And I was That's just like, it, it was this like feeling of like community and like everyone was so supportive of each other. It was, um. It was a very, very special experience. So um, anyways, if, if you're in the SoCal area and you can check out Sela Gospel Choir, uh, trust me, you will not you will not be disappointed uh, I in, love that. in any way. Uh, and, and speaking of disappointment, Eric, um, yes. we got our first negative review ever. What? Apple. Yeah. It happened. No. It finally happened. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Tell episodes. me more. Tell me more. Well... I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna tease it a little bit because this okay. is a good time for us to get into like our listener review section. So sure. I text you a couple of reviews. Yes, yes. But the last one that we're gonna re read in this segment is yeah, our save first ever non-favorable review. So if you're oh, new to the show and you're like, what are these guys doing? Well, we like to we like to share the reviews. You know, yes. and we have said, Eric, you and I have said for like 50 episodes now. Hey, if you don't like it, let us know. Let us know. We'll read it on yeah. the show. 
Absolutely. And, and, and today we're going to do that for the first time. But before we get to that one, we're going to share some of the positive reviews yes, yes, uh, we've received. Good. So let's uh, let's get to it. Sure. Uh, I'm going to go with the first one here. This is from uh, Jamie Williams. And jumping to the end, I'm seeing that Jamie is coming to us from New Zealand. So I'm going to do mm. my best New Zealand accent, which oh probably gosh. will sound a little bit like an Australian accent because I'm <laughs> not good enough to differentiate but I'm going to do my best. <laughs> so here we go. She says, uh, Hey, Eric and Danny, I just had <laughs> I just had the message and let you guys know how much joy you have brought to my life with your podcast. I listen to it while I'm working in the office, and no matter what kind of day I'm having, I, now it's becoming cockney. This is, um, <laughs> I always walk out of work with a spring in my step. I myself lost my Christmas cheer the last few years with the pandemic going on. Now it's back and better than ever. Thank you so much for helping me regain it. I put up all my decorations this year again and feel so much holiday joy. Merry yes. Christmas from Jamie in New Zealand. Jamie, thank you so much. I hope I didn't yes. completely desecrate your uh, <laughs> accent. And if I did, my apologies. But you know what? This is great. I'm glad, as we say all the time, we get a lot of reviews of people saying, you know, the last few years have been hard either because of the pandemic or the loss of a family member or financial struggles or health issues. And if we can bring any kind of joy back to the season for you, then uh, we will consider ourselves... Uh, uh, happy and like mission accomplished. So uh, mm. Merry Christmas and thank you for that uh, great review, Jamie. Thank you so much. I'm glad that there was an opportunity for you to do an accent that was a little challenging for you because it made yeah. it's making me feel a little bit better about every time <laughs> I've butchered an accent uh, yeah. on this New, show. New Zealand's and, not my best one. I, it's still it's still workshopping. <laughs> I love that. Uh, speaking of butchering uh, accents, we have a review here that might be the most epic review we've received. Like I know Ooh, some I people like have been it. like, you want your bells jingled, listen to this. Like there's been some money, money lines that we have received, but this, sure. this review, it is easily the longest review we've ever received. Mm. So this is a good time to Buckle get yourself, up. you know, a Hallmark channel, uh, Republic of tea, you know, cinnamon cardamom tea and, and just cuddle up right now. Cause I'm about to, I'm about to <laughs> read you up. something. Here we go. Yeah. So again, I can't see what the entire title says, but it says, oh my gosh, I love this Poe. So I'm going to guess. Can I just say, I love yeah. the fact that we don't know what the full <laughs> titles are. I hope we never figure out how to read the full titles because that is one of my favorite parts of this entire podcast. You know, what's funny is Chris has like text us multiple times. He's like, if you go to this website, you can actually see the full title and you and I are like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. We don't want, we don't want to go there. Uh, but yeah, it says, Oh my gosh, I love this Poe. I'm going to guess that's podcast. Hopefully. Yeah, good, good um, guess. and this is coming from Maddie and Liam's mom. Here we go. I am absolutely enchanted and inspired by this podcast and its lovely hosts, Danny and Eric in the spirit, dare I say Christmas spirit of the show. Here are my top five reasons to listen to the Christmas countdown podcast. I love it. A little countdown. N right? Number five, the onion-onion milk-milk debates. <laughs> it, <laughs> it doesn't really matter which pronunciation is correct. <laughs> it is endlessly entertaining to listen to uh, Danny and Eric justify their pronunciations. <laughs> so good. Um, good. Number four, Eric and Danny's fantastically fun 
marvelously merry, jingly jangly alliterations, along <laughs> with their overuse of phrases such as, oh my gosh, and as it were, and I love blank so, so much, uh, and more. Uh, <laughs> I also good. laugh at their, at their kooky impressions of nerds, robots, Christopher Walken, and their attempts at Irish and Icelandic accents, among others. <laughs> I adore Eric's expert impressions and Danny's willingness to try. <laughs> keep it coming guys it only makes the podcast that much more laugh out loud silly endearing and fun number three eric and danny's love of the off the beaten track christmas tunes namely it's a cow christmas uh yeah. but also streisand's jingle bells uh jingle bells? V- various boy band christmas tunes i was honestly never a fan but i am now all right, yes. nailed that one. Uh, the myriad Christmas uh, Rat Pack Christmas songs, the best and worst renditions of holiday songs on the web, and many, many other gems. I can't wait to host a holiday party and play Danny and Eric's Spotify playlists as background music. So good. Uh, number two, the podcast Hallmark Channel Fantasy Holiday Movie Challenge. Along with Danny and Eric's descriptions of each show, their interviews with the stars of the movies, and their descriptions of the weekend's lineup of holiday movies. Although I am a listener uh, since the first season, I missed the episode that kicked this contest off, and I wish uh, I was in on the fun. For now, I will happily listen, and I'm uh, hopeful that next year I can join in. Number one, here we go. The podcast hosts themselves. Mm. Eric and Danny, oh, God, I'm going to get choked up. Uh, <laughs> Eric and Danny are the most menschy guys on the planet. Uh, their close friendship brings so much to the podcast. The strength of their bond is palpable and completely heartwarming. Their countdown lists brilliantly encapsulate all the things they love about the Christmas season. I adore their vivid descriptions of New York City, my birthplace and hometown as a Christmas destination, the way they express their love for their families uh, and share stories about them on the podcast and the way they embrace and appreciate their podcast family. I was in... Oh, God. <laughs> you can do it, <clears throat> I was indeed in tears uh, along with Danny when I listened to the top five Christmas destinations episode in which Eric and Danny tenderly described their number one picks. If you haven't listened, I won't give it away. Uh, I hold this podcast very dear to my heart year round. And I consider Danny and Eric together on the Christmas countdown podcast to be Christmas spirit personified. They have helped me recapture the joy and nostalgia I have for the holiday season which has been tarnished, but not lost as the years have passed. I wish to thank Eric and Danny both so, so much for creating such an amazing podcast and for the effort and love they put into making each and every episode entertaining and special. Wishing everyone, especially Danny and Eric and your families, many, many wonderful holiday seasons to come. Fondly, Madly Mary, Missy in Manhattan. Wow. Well done. Wow. That is... That says it all, right? <laughs> I yeah. mean, uh, yeah. I like that that they appreciated <sighs> the fun that we have. I like that yep. they appreciated the work that we put in to try to make it fun and to cover a lot of topics yeah. and to be honest and authentic with uh, you, the listeners, about our lives and about Christmas and about our families. And, and you know, uh, it sounds like we're bringing some real joy uh, to them. And so, again, mission accomplished, Danny. We, we say this Dude. every single time that we do the audience <laughs> reviews, but this started out as just a little thing, and now we're really seeing how many people around the, the globe are being affected by, you know, 
the sort of joy and positivity that we're trying to put out in the world, you know? Dude, yeah, I I was doing, um, I did an author event uh, over the weekend, and uh, the person who was working the, the register, you know, somehow like the Christmas podcast came up, and I was talking to somebody else in the store about it, and after they left, she said, you know, I just want to say thank you for you being so appreciative of the fans of your show. She goes, I'm really into like a couple of really big YouTube channels. Like I'm very obsessed with them and like they've become a part of my life. And she goes to know that creators appreciate us as much as we appreciate what they're doing. She goes, um, it just fills my heart, you know, to, to know that, that you appreciate us. And I said, of course we appreciate you. I said like, you're not a fan of my show, but I can guarantee like those like haunted house hunter people that you follow on YouTube, like you commenting on their posts and letting them know like what their content means to you. It, it, it moves them. I guarantee you. And, and I think it's important that, that we express that back because it is not lost on us that in a time where like, you know, time is, is precious and that you guys give us 60, 90 minutes of your time you know, or with two episodes, my gosh, three hours of your time every week that you commit to us and to this show, like that's a precious gift. Uh, and it's one that we don't take for granted. So, so, so thank you so, so much to everybody. And obviously specifically want to give a huge shout out, um, to, to Madly Mary Missy in Manhattan. That was just a brilliant review. I love that. And they got the nice alliteration on their uh, name, which is good. Crushed good. it. Crushed well it. Well done. Well done. All right. I got another one here uh, before we before we finish up with our bad review. Uh, this is this is uh, five golden stars. We love that. Uh, and I am able to see the full title of this review, which is Ooh. It's the Most Wonderful Podcast of the Year, which I guess I should yes. probably sing. It's the most wonderful podcast of the year. Uh, should I... <laughs> Here's what I'm going to do. Watch this, Danny. It's just game. Okay. To I'm so I'm ready. I'm going to sing the whole review, continuing Whoa. the tune from okay. it, uh, that I just was singing. Here we go. It's the most wonderful podcast of the year. I've had such a blast listening to this show during this holiday season. Thanks to Eric and Danny. I have lots of great new Christmas music too. Okay, this is bad. This is this, this is dying. <laughs> no, this is dying no, on no, the vine. No. I am loving. And this. I think I changed songs about twice halfway through that. <laughs> it was vaguely a Christmas tune, but it was not. It's the most wonderful time of the year. I'm just gonna read. Here we go. They say this is from Julie Bell, and uh, she says I've had such a blast listening to this show during the holiday season. Thanks to Eric and Danny, I have lots of great new Christmas music to listen to and movies to watch. I've laughed as they go on and on about things they love. What's not to like about that? Thanks, guys. Julie Bell from Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Thank you very much, Julie. Uh, I'm sorry that I butchered your review with my (laughs) singing, my attempt at uh, trying to turn your review into a song. (laughs) But thank you very much, Julie, and we're glad that you're having a good time listening to us. Uh, because that's what we're trying to do. You know, be the change that you want to see in the world. Put the positivity in the world that you want to see come back to you, right? A hundred percent. I mean, that's what we talked about with Santa J. Claus last week, yeah. you know, and he just like, I was listening back to that episode and, you know, when he was talking about how the world needs more love and positivity, I was just like, yes, yes, yes. And that and that's yes. what we're here to do. Um, you know, and and I think one of the ways you could show love in life is honesty. 
Um, and and so we're going to be honest with you all right now and share the first ever not favorable review. You know, we've had people who have rated us one star before, but they haven't left reviews. Sure. Um, but this person they didn't take the time to articulate it. Just why they hated us so much. Um, <laughs> this comes to us from someone named uh, Slade 1973. And the title of this review is they mean well, dot, dot, dot. And I will say, even though this is not a favorable review, they did still give us three stars. So that's good. Not that's all fair. hope is lost. On That's Slade true. 1973. Um, so I love that you. Say, I we, love that you keep saying their um, their screen name, and I hope that all <laughs> of our fans go and find them and be like, "Come on, you got to give it another chance." <laughs> Just listen a little bit longer. Uh, so, so Slade 1973 says they mean well, but I tapped out when I was 12 minutes into the episode, and they hadn't even started talking about the topic yet. <laughs> and that's it. Um, well, that's true. That is not that is not false. That, w- that is even today, not an incorrect statement. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're I don't know half an hour into our episode, we haven't even announced what our topic is. So why don't we just <laughs> say it right now? It is uh, today we're doing top five smells of Christmas. So stay tuned for that. Yes. It'll be about an hour into the episode is when we'll get to our, <laughs> our fi- finally get to our list because that's what we do here. That's how we roll, baby. But yeah, Slade 1973. If you didn't get it the first six times, I said it. Um, that that was their review, and they left us, uh, you know, three golden stars, which doesn't sound nearly as as nice as five golden stars. Yeah, but anyway, we do appreciate your honesty, Slade 1973. And you know what? You're not wrong. Uh, we like to go on and on and on, and that's just part of the mystique of the show. Maybe if they'd hung around to like the twenty minute mark, we might have won them over. But um, it's okay, you know. We're not that's for right. everybody. You can't win them all. And we totally can't get win it. Them all. Yeah, that's right. Can't win them all. But um, I love that. But thank you for that review, and thank you everybody else for the review. If you're listening to our show and you you hate us or love us, uh, please, if you're listening on Apple, leave us uh, leave us a review and and rate us. Whatever you feel is fair, uh, five golden stars would be the preference. But, um, you know, let us know what you think of the show. And, and you, too, could have your review uh, read by Eric uh, and or myself. And if you're not following us on social media already, please do, do so. We are at Christmas Countdown Show on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, and Twitter. At, at XmasPod on Twitter. And you can go to our website, ChristmasCountdownShow.com where you can message us or you can find our merch store where we're selling lots of fun uh, Christmassy merch. Um, and also you can email us at Kringle at ChristmasCountdownShow.com. So make sure you do that. Um, now, Danny, do you mind if I, you know, a segment that we haven't done in quite a while, but I've saved up a few mm. little tasty nuggets of Eric's memes and things. <laughs> you mind okay. if we jump back in with a, a, a new installment of Eric's memes and things? Only if we get to listen to the theme song. Okay. <laughs> memes and things. Memes and things. It's time for Eric's memes and things. <laughs> yes. So good. Oh. oh, that's so good. Well, it's always always uh, makes me uh, grin and smile. All right, here we go. So these are just a few things that I've collected over the internet um, over the last uh, few weeks or so. Number one is going to be. Uh, you know I love a Christmas village, right? You know I love a good oh, yeah. Christmas village. Uh, last year we got for my wife the Christmas story house 
uh, and it even has a little leg lamp in the like window. Oh, and wow. So we added that to our, our village last year. But now this year, uh, Department 56, which is one of the big companies that makes the sort of Christmas village houses, has a um, Griswold family house from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, and it all lights up and you can even get your own little Clark in the front who's holding the the uh, the plugs together. It's really great. Oh, my so definitely, gosh. definitely check that out. Another fun that thing that epic. I found, yeah, another fun thing that I found, we may have chatted about this before, but uh, if we didn't, here we are doing it again or for the first time. Um, there <laughs> is, um, as we've talked about before, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Everybody has their opinions. Some say yes, some say no. But uh, there is now uh, a company called Arise-Beer.com that is selling an <laughs> advent calendar which shows Hans Gruber falling off of Nakatomi Plaza for 25 straight days. And you can sort of count down <laughs> to, the, uh, to the season with Hans Gruber as oh he slowly crashes to his death. Uh, from the movie Die Hard. So that's a fun thing. Oh, my gosh. Another fun uh, gift idea, if you're looking for... This would be a great gift from, like, a grandparent. Um, mm. the, com- the company is called fantasypillow.com and what you can do is you can send them a picture of your child or I suppose an adult but uh, the the ad here shows uh, children and then they will put the picture of your child into like an elf costume and then make it a pillow like a little plush oh pillow my gosh. Um, that they could sort of have on their bed so you could either do one of your grandkids and they'd love to see themselves or you could do one of yourself if you wanted to be like hey you can always have grandpa can hang out with you whenever you want you bring me along as a pillow so uh fantasypillow.com yep definitely check that out um okay wait hang on i got some more here are these wait are these ads you're being fed on facebook some yeah yeah a lot are yeah they know that i I wonder i wonder if people uh out in the world are getting fed our ads for our merchandise and doing the same thing and sharing this with their friends maybe hopefully you know I hope, I hope so. so. I mean, you we you did talk about Die Hard, you know, being a Christmas movie or not, and we actually have a T-shirt where you can yes. proudly state whether or not you believe that Die Hard is a Christmas movie or is, or not, is not a Christmas yeah. movie. And yeah. go to our website and you can wear that proudly and tell everyone how you really feel. Um, okay, this next one is from a very fun Instagram account that I recently started following, uh, which is History Tees. And history is spelled uh, H-I-S-T-O-R-E-E-T-E-E-S, history tees. Um, okay. And they have – I'm a big history nut, so I love funny sort of inside jokes about history. Um, you know, they have things like Abe Lincoln leaving a review of the play at Ford's Theater being like – a one-star review being like was not great you know things like that you know just kind of fun sort of in the know history uh jokes and they posted one the other day uh as an idea for a t-shirt that says christmas is canceled yes really and it has christmas canceled out and it was from the long parliament in 1647 ad which we talked about before when the puritans came over to america there was a brief uh time where christmas truly was canceled and so right. sort of a, a fun kind of you know old timey uh you have to be oh, aware yeah. of but that's kind of fun okay. i love that this is a really fun thing that I just saw the other day, and I'm definitely going to do this with my family, uh, especially if you have like a nice big table or an island in your kitchen. What you do is you uh, basically tape 
some like tubes or like, you know, like a coffee tin or a little um, uh, Kleenex box or something like that. And you tape them to the end of the table. I'm showing the guys here. And then what you can do is take each person in your family gets three ornaments, round ornaments. But you got to use ornaments because they're not perfectly round because they have the part that like comes up that you hang on the tree. And then each person gets to roll three ornaments down the the table or the island and try to make the ornaments land in one of the, you know, buckets at the end of the table. And the smallest yes. one you can make, you know, 20 bucks and the bigger ones you can make a dollar. It's just kind of a fun Christmassy uh, game. But I saw that the other day and I was like, oh, I definitely have to do that. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. I love that. I've seen that on TikTok a bunch. Well, sometimes yeah. they'll do like ping pong balls or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One's got like $100 on it. I'm like, come on. I get so invested in these things <laughs> when I watch these people doing it. Like, I don't stand yeah. to make any money off of this. But right. There's no bearing on my life. Bucks. Yes, and 100%. who's paying them the money? That That's the one part of those videos I've never established is where's that money coming from? It's seeming, seemingly coming from the parents. The uh, Yeah, you would imagine. Dad's right. wallet. Um, okay, totally. this is this is another good one. This one, and this is true. This is something that I, I, I frankly have a lot of guilt about in life. I hmm. Let me just read you the, the meme, and then we can talk about it. It's uh, from The Dad, which is an account that Danny and I both love. Uh, they post a lot of right. great, funny stuff. Um, the picture is of uh, Homelander from The Boys, if you ever watch The Boys. And there's sort of a famous meme where he's like, like really trying to like, how am I going to handle this? And what it says right. above it, it says, trying to think of Christmas gifts people can get me since I'm an adult who just buys what he wants throughout the year. <laughs> and, and that is so true. I, I yeah. don't, I, I wish that was not the case. I, I wish I was more frugal and I wish I didn't sort of, you know, just see something and be like, Oh, I'd like to purchase that and then just do it. Um, but I do. And uh, it is sometimes hard at Christmas that I'm like, well, there's nothing I want because everything I wanted, I bought for myself, <laughs> you know? Right. And and I, I wish that wasn't the case. You know, something that I said to Lisa this year, and I really did mean it. I don't think she's going to do it, but I really did mean it. I said, maybe this year, I really, there is not anything that I'm like, oh, I really want that new iPad or new headphones or whatever. I'm like, what you can do is get me gifts that are for the kids and just address them mm. to me, and it can be like a new Hot Wheels racetrack. I'll open it and go, oh, <laughs> this is so cool. Miles, you want to play with it? And I'll just say that it's mine, but then I'll just give it to them. And I'm like, then oh, we can just give the fun. kids more gifts. And, you know, I can still open something, and, you know, everybody can be like, look, Daddy, what we got you. But I really don't need anything. And it's partially because I'm a selfish guy and get stuff <laughs> myself all through the year. And I wish that wasn't the case. It's so funny. I you bring that up. I I, I was standing behind uh, a couple in my daughter's dance class the other day. Like we're all watching the kids dance, and I think they're like in laws, and they're like, "So, what do you want for Christmas this year?" And they're like, "I don't know." And the, the one woman was like, "Yeah, you're just so hard to shop for because," and she goes, "Yeah." It's because I just buy everything I want all year long, and then there's nothing to give me at the end of the year. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, am am I that type of person as well?" <laughs> like, you know, so no. I was like, "You're having to ask myself that question." But I will yeah. say, there's one thing that I don't. It's not something I need, but it's mm-hmm. something I had that I lost. Mm-hmm. That your was dignity, a, like, oh, <laughs> wow, yeah, <laughs> I lost it on about October. <laughs> October 17th of 2022 uh, 
when the first episode of season two of Christmas pod- countdown podcast launched, I lost my dignity. Uh, no, I lost, um, I lost my AirPods. Did I tell you this? Oh, no. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of, this is a full circle moment. Did I ever tell you how I got my AirPods? No, please do. I got them from Dave and Buster's. Oh, like with tickets? I, I saved up 50,000 tickets, Eric. This is just like the Chuck E. Cheese stuff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, when it comes to investing, if, it, if tickets are involved, I'm really good at investing. Um, but yeah, I, I just like it got to the point where like I had so many. I was like, I might as well just keep saving them at this point sure. in time. And then one day I went to the case and I was like, oh, they got AirPods. Then it gave me something to like fight for, you know, sure, work towards because I didn't. And then part of me was like, yeah, but Danny, you could probably go buy these for like a hundred bucks. And that would be a lot less than all the money you would spend coming back to Dave and Buster's. But then I was like, yeah, but I don't get to play any games if I just go to the store and buy them. Um, So eventually, right before the pandemic, actually, I I exchanged 50,000 tickets and I got them. And then a few months ago, I lost them. Um, Can I tell you what you should get? Not Mm. only should you get new AirPods, but something that I got is um, a little silicone case that goes around my AirPods that has uh, room for an Apple AirTag. So now the tag is attached to the AirPods because once those AirPods die, it's like you can't use your Find My you know, find my Mac app to find them yes. because I think I this happened last Christmas is Miles took my AirPods and hid them somewhere in the house and could not remember <laughs> where. And they were gone for about four months until oh randomly somebody in my family found them like under a dresser. Um, so then I got that little thing, the case with the air tag, which is kind of nice. See, it's smart. I keep asking myself, like, should I ask for this for Christmas or do I really believe I'm going to find them one day? Like I just, I keep like, I'm holding out hope that I'm going to like pull out that like slipper on, from under the bed. I'll be like, there they are. <laughs> um, but well, you know what? If you find, I would say ask for new ones. And then if you yeah. find them, then you can give them to Lynn and say, Hey, I hear some AirPods. Well, you know, insult to injury. She has her AirPods and she hasn't Ooh. lost hers yet. So Ooh. every night I watch her go click with her little case closed. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. Must be nice. Okay. Must, Must be nice to have some AirPods. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I think that's the uh, one that's thing good. I'm asking for that I don't I don't currently have in my possession. Okay. This year. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Um, all right. I have a, a couple more memes and things. Uh, this right. one uh, was also posted by the dad, and it says, uh, "Me when I've completely run out of ideas for my wife's Christmas present," and it has a picture of Nicolas Cage saying. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. (laughs) 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 Which I just just love the idea of when you don't know what to get your wife. Um, All right, just a couple more. Uh, This one, I love new era caps, like baseball caps, right? Um, And they just posted, they have a holiday essentials collection that are very cool. They have like a little snow globe one a snowflake oh one and then like uh, berries and holly kind of one there's just something about new era that they just again not a paid ad they just make the best hats they fit they, they really fit do the best they're just the best i agree um okay two more this one uh was a tiktok from let's see if i can read uh i can't read who it was from oh okay yeah it's a witchy ginger at witchy ginger hmm. they um had some snow they live somewhere where it's snowed quite a bit 
and they were worried that the snow was going to uh, destroy one of their inflatables in the backyard. So they they turned it on, even though it was covered in snow, and said, had to inflate my penguin while it was snowing, not disappointed. And they put some epic music, um, and basically the, the penguin is like slowly emerging from the snow oh as the my fan gosh. kind of fills it up. And they have That's this incredible. like really really epic music playing as this <laughs> penguin just sort of emerges from the snow it's pretty oh great. my gosh that is incredible. Um, I, I gotta find out where they're getting their inflatables because when it rains here mine don't stand up really yeah like yeah. i don't know if they just the feet get full of water and then like mickey's hands get like oh. waterlogged and yeah, so, yeah. like, his hands are super heavy, so it just, like, woo, he just, like, falls. Pulls them all down, yeah. Straight over, yeah. Anyway. Um, this was this last one is especially for Danny. Um, oh. they're, uh, you're going to like this, Danny. Um, okay. Uh, this is somebody's uh, elf, you know, elf on the shelf. A lot of people have an yeah. elf that comes to their home and, and uh, you know, sort of watches the kids to make sure they're doing good stuff. And this elf um, was particularly... Um, I think really right on the money of what they were doing uh, when the kids found them. And so Danny, I'll show it to you and then I'll describe it. Um, but here we go. Oh my gosh. Is it's he? A, it's an elf who has seem, seemingly dropped a little, a little chocolate turd on a, <laughs> a Aaron Rodgers. Packers oh my <laughs> gosh. Oh my gosh. Now what's funny what's funny about the yeah, timing yeah, of all of yeah, this yeah, is yeah, that yeah. a certain two teams played each other recently. They did. They did. And uh, a certain team won. This is true. And that Can I tell you though team was my team. It was the Packers. This is true. Yep. But I was I was conflicted at this particular Bears Packers game because the Packers are terrible and the Bears are terrible. <laughs> and we're both terrible this year. You guys yeah. might be, find a way to squeak into the playoffs, but even if you do, we you're might. not going to go we'll far. You're, you're you're a bad team. It's okay. We're a bad <laughs> we're a bad we're a bad team as well. I can say it. It's all it's all good company. But that was anyway. my memes and things. Memes and things. Memes and things. <laughs> Eric, I I feel very confident right now saying that this is uh, probably our longest opening segment. Ooh. How deep are we right season. now? I can't see a clock. Uh, How I keep looking down because I'm like, whoa. I just keep watching it get higher and higher because uh, that's how time works. Um, Forty. We're at 48 minutes right now. Ooh, spicy. Wow. <laughs> I wonder how many people are still listening. Uh, if oh, you are so. still listening at this 48-minute mark. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Shoot us a DM. Let us know whether or not we went a little too long yeah. uh, or, if, or if we're right in the pocket. We're, we're, right, where you, we're right where you want us to be yes. and hope that we are. But uh, before we get to the countdown, and thank you for those memes. I loved all those memes and all those things. No I want to talk a little bit about uh, tea. Are you a tea guy? I actually am a tea guy. I love tea. I love warm tea. I like a nice glass of tea before bed. I like a glass of lemon tea before I do perform in a show or if I have to Ooh. sing. Um, yeah, I love tea. Big fan. Big, big fan. I love spilling the tea. And <laughs> right now, I'm going to spill the tea on Hallmark Channel's Countdown to Christmas Tea Collection. You know, oh, recently yeah. you and I tried some some cocoa bombs um yes which i don't know why every time i say it i say it cocoa bombs i don't know why I, I do that. that's i noticed that it's sort of like people that say taco bell yeah I, ta I taco bell taco bell taco. I, I don't know why yeah. cocoa bombs i don't know it's like it's like christopher walken is like 
channeling me. Cook bombs. Um, wow. I've been, yeah, I've been possessed by walking babies. Mallows. Uh, so delicious. Um, so anyway, when Hallmark Channel sent us the cocoa bombs, they also sent us some teas mm-hmm. as well. They have, uh, I think we chatted about it a little bit, but we didn't get to try it. And so sure. I'm not historically yeah. like the biggest tea guy, um, but they did send us the Republic of Tea cardamom cinnamon as well as gingerbread cookie. And mm-hmm. I felt, I was like, you know what? Last season, you know, I I forced you to try coffee. So I felt it was only fair that I that I try tea? some tea this season. So which one are you gonna do? do you, gingerbread? See, I'm torn because I'm usually a cinnamon person. Like sure. cinnamon's one of my like felt like I love cinnamon checks, I love cinnamon toast crunch. Um right. love it all. But something about the idea of a gingerbread cookie tea mm, that just good to me. I don't know. Cause I'm looking at the back and it's it's rooibos tea with cinnamon, stevia, and natural vanilla and ginger flavor on the, the gingerbread one. And then for uh, the cardamom, it's cinnamon, ginger, cardamom, chicory. I do like chicory. Mm. Oh, you know, have you ever been to New Orleans? No, you haven't. I asked you this before. I have been to New Orleans. Oh, you have been? Okay. Did yes. you go to um, that place that has like the famous uh, beignets? I, yeah, Café du Mont. Yeah, Café du Mont. They put chicory in their coffee. Mm. Did I yes. don't know what chicory so, is. You're saying a word, and I'm, I'm I'm nodding like I know what it, I have no you're idea. Like, oh, what yes, chicory. Chicory, uh, yes, not, yes, of course, chicory. I love chicory with everything I eat. It turns out that I think it's like it's a stick, sort of like spice, like uh, like cinnamon okay. is. Sure, sure. Um, so I think because I remember how good chicory was, I'm going to change my mind mid segment here, and I'm going to go with cardamom cinnamon. So I'm going to I've got my I've got my mug here. I'm going to drop it in. Just let it. Let it steep here. Danny, you know you know what you could do? You could hmm. get crazy. Those, to me, sound like some pretty complimentary flavors. I think you do could you think go so? double bag it, put them both in, see what happens. Let's get crazy, you know? See, so you're, you're speaking to my heart now because I am notorious for whenever I have cereal, I always got to mix two together. Yeah, like, it's never not? just peanut butter this or cinnamon that. Like, let's get the peanut butter and the cinnamon in there together. Yes. Um, and very often, you know, when I do tea, I will do like a mint with like a like a honey Lemon or something. something. Yeah, 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 sure. yeah. So I'm I'm gonna take your advice, Eric. I'm gonna I'm gonna mix it up. I got a little gingerbread cookie uh, going with some cardamom cinnamon. And while that's steeping, I do want to point out. I don't know if I've ever seen this before in tea bags, but look how cute their little tea bags are. Ooh, do you see this? That is an adorable they, little tea bag. They look like pogs. Yeah. Did you ever play pogs? It was a little bit behind me. That's like the oh, okay. the like two year age difference that we have. It was like just past me. I or was super just into pogs. After me, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what pog stands for? Nope. Passion orange guava. Really? Yeah. So there there is a uh, a company <laughs> Wait, Chris in is Hawaii. Shaking his head. Chris is shaking his head. No. Do you not believe me, Chris? <laughs> Those little cardboard circles. Yeah. So they were they're. They're inside the caps of the the juice containers. And so people would peel those little pieces out, and then they created this game called Pogs. Wow. Weird. Yeah, I know. Little did you know that when you came to our podcast that I... It was going to be a Pogcast. (laughs) Oh! Ding, ding, ding! 
If there, so, that's a missed opportunity. If nobody's doing a, a podcast all about pogs called Podcast, oh, yeah. then for real, bring it. I, back. That's a missed opportunity. Uh, anyway, so my little my little discs, my little uh, my little pouches that look like pogs have been steeping. So I'm going right. to give a, a little sip to a combination of gingerbread cookie mixed mm. with uh, cardamom cinnamon. Let's let's see what what happens here. All right, here we go. Mmm. Okay. I got Danny, a little cinnamon up front. Was it? it Delicious. <laughs> oh, it was so delicious. Um, I, I I can't think of a pun that fits better than what you just dropped on us there. But but it's like it's got a little spice up front with the cinnamon. Mm, but as that, that starts to like dissipate, I got the sweetness of the gingerbread on the back end. So I, I think that. your suggestion to combine them, like I think both flavors are great in and of yeah. themselves but if you're really looking to spice things up this holiday ew. season ew, uh i would encourage you to take eric's advice uh well first of all you got to go you know go to hallmarkchannel.com check out their tea selection um you know or just google hallmark channel uh teas get yourself the gingerbread cookie get yourself the cardamom cinnamon and try them individually because they're great on their own but mix them together because let me tell you friends this uh Mm, a little, oh man, it is. It's a little spicy up front, a little sweet on the back end. Love that. I Love think, feel that. like, and you know what this would go well with? What's that? Can you guess? Cocoa Bomb? Uh, I was going to say a Hallmark Channel Christmas movie. You're right. Try it again. Ask me again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Eric, you know what this tea would go so good with? Maybe a Hallmark Christmas movie. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and specifically, you know, as I'm drinking this tea, it, it's making me think about the fact that there's there's a movie that's premiering uh, this weekend on Hallmark Channel that feels like the perfect movie to drink tea mm. while watching. I see where you're going with this. Yes. And that's Twas the Night Before Christmas. Yes. It's going to be on the 17th. Uh, yep. And it, I love the premise of this movie. Um, this one, I'm going to pull up the stars because I want to give the actors the credit that they're due. Um, yes. It stars Tori DeVito and Zane Holtz. And it is um, one of the characters comes to this town and they do a, a yearly, an annual sort of courtroom drama where they debate the... Uh, the origins of the poem of Twas the Night Before Christmas uh, right. in the town. And so this uh, one of the characters comes to the town and says, I'm going to get involved in this. But they do this cool thing. Remind me what it's called, Danny. The, um, the Victorian stroll. The Victorian so stroll, yeah. Yes, people dress in like very like Victorian garb, you know, with like the big top hats. It's like yeah, yeah, the yeah. type of garb, you know, when you see like some old traditional like carolers, sure, you yeah. know, hanging out at a theme park or like at the mall or whatever it might Bonnets be. Bonnets and top hats, yeah. Oh, yeah. And like the little Hoop thing skirts, you put your yeah. hands in, whatever that's called, the hand warmer, a I muff. guess. A muff. It's called a muff. A muff. Oh, well, yes. there you go. I learned something new today. Uh, but yeah, I know there's the Victorian stroll is involved. So like when I saw those images, I thought, oh, the Victorian vibe feels very like tea adjacent. So I would really, really highly suggest that uh, you get yourself, get thee to hallmarkchannel.com and order yourself some teas in time for Twas the Night Before Christmas, which is premiering this weekend uh, as part of, you know, Hallmark Channel's Countdown to Christmas, which has been going on all season long. And I'm just, I feel like we've been so fortunate to have all these incredible new holiday movies that we've been able to watch over yeah. the last, you know, almost, my gosh, almost two months now, Eric. This is yeah. wild. 
three a weekend. It's pretty great. They're they're filling the calendar with uh, stuff to watch. It's great. We love it. It's the best. Uh, and anyway, I'm going to take one more sip of my tea here just because I love it. One more sip. And then I suppose we should get to our mm. countdown considering it's it's been a minute that Consider- we've... Uh, and in case we've been uh, recording for two weeks at this point in time. <laughs> In case, uh, what is it, Slade seventeen or something like that? The guy who who bailed on us because we didn't get to our countdown quick enough. Just in case he's come back, maybe let's get to our countdown here. So, uh, Chris, why don't you give us our countdown music? Here we go. It's countdown time. I love it. Yeah, okay, here we go, folks. This is the top five smells of Christmas, which is great Ooh. because you know. We've talked about this a little bit before, but the the sense of smell is one of this is true is one of the most sort of transportative. I don't know if that's the word transportative. Is that you think so? Transport Trans- transportative. Transportative. Transport. You get what I'm saying. It can bring <laughs> you. It can bring you places in uh, time, right? If you can, I know that there are certain smells that I can just like get a single whiff of and be like, "Whoa!" I feel like I'm 12 again. You know, there's right. just certain whether it's like the way that like a grandparent's house smells, or mm. sometimes you can smell like the perfume of a a previous girlfriend or something like that. And you're like, "Whoa." That was like, smells like a high school girlfriend, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, right. But we're talking about Christmas spells, Christmas smells, not Christmas spells. That'll be a different podcast on our <laughs> magic countdown podcast. But these are the top five Christmas <laughs> smells. Uh, and I'm going to start us I off totally here. I totally went a different place with that. I thought you were going to say all the different ways you could spell the word Christmas. Also good. That's another podcast <laughs> that we'll do. You got your Xmas. You got your Christmas. Oh my God! Beyond those Navidad. two, we, we, Feliz Navidad. You're, that's true. That's true. We got a lot of a lot yeah. of options. All right, here we go. Oh, Top yeah. five Christmas smells uh, for me. Eric Peterson, number five. I'm gonna go with a candle, but a particular candle. I got a couple candles mm. on my on my list here because I'm a big candle guy. Love candles. Okay. And that's gonna go a balsam fir candle, or a forest mm. green, or a spruce, or a pine. But usually, balsam fir is gonna be your most Christmas tree smelling candle. Mm. You know, we have a real tree this year. It's not terribly fragrant, which I'm okay with because okay. Our, our tree this year is much stronger and it's like uh, its branches are stronger, but it's not very fragrant. So we have been lighting multiple balsam fir uh, candles around the house. So then it smells like a Christmas tree. So I could have Oof. said a Christmas tree, but I'm actually saying specifically a balsam fir candle. I love, love, love that smell. And I there's something about it coming from a candle that just almost feels a little warmer or something. Ooh, yeah. Um, that's a good point. So yeah, so my number five is gonna go is gonna be a uh, balsam fir candle. What about you, Danny? Lovely. Uh well, it's funny to set the mood here, um, because spoiler alert, we didn't tell people this, but you and I are not in the same space today. This Ooh, is the yes, first this time. Is true all season uh, that we have not been in the same space. So I wanted to, you know, in honor of Eric, I, I got, Eric loves this thing. We got these <laughs> things called sensicles, yep. um, which they come in two different varieties. You can hang them on your tree yep. and they're like these little green sticks that sort of blend in and they smell like a Christmas tree, but they also have this like little jar thing yeah. that's Tin. metal yeah. and, it, and it has these little things that look like, like green onions or like chives yep. inside. And every time Eric and I record, <laughs> He has it on his side of the studio and he always pulls it out and he like stuffs his nose down and he goes, Oh yeah, that's yeah, good. man. 
So in honor of Eric, I, I've got my little sensical uh, next to me today. And it just feels very, very, very fitting that we'd be doing it today. Yeah. So I actually, spoiler alert, I have no candles um, Ooh, okay. on my list. Uh, the first one I'm going to go with, it wasn't originally like when I map out my lists, I'll just start like, like just listing things. Right. And sometimes they're in the order I want them to be in. Sometimes I have to like reshuffle. Um, this one was like the last one that came to me. And when the idea of it came to me, that you, just as you were saying, like it's transportative or whatever word we were going to use on this, this episode, uh, for smells, when I thought of the smell of a new toy, it like mm. immediately, I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm a kid again. Like yes. I, 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 I could, I could, it was like, it was living in my nose. Yeah. Like I wasn't smelling a new toy when I thought new toy smell, but immediately like I could remember as a child, like, you know, back in the day, I don't know if they still make all toys this way, but you'd have like the, the cardboard, you know, piece on the back with the artwork yep. and you'd like rip it off, you know, yep. and then you'd yep. have that new toy and there was something about that kind of plasticky that, smell. Yes. New plastic. Just, yeah. It smelled like, uh, opportunity. It smelled <laughs> like, you know, a, a, a chance for you, a hope for like you and your imagination to sort of go wild with this yeah. toy and all the adventures that you guys were going to have together and the stories that you would create. Um, and, and I'll go a step further because it's sort of toy adjacent is like the smell of like a new video game cartridge. Like when I would get like a new Nintendo cartridge or like a new Sega cartridge when I was a kid, Yeah, man, there was just something about that fresh plastic that like, it is like I can see the moments in my mind of when I yeah. opened those things and the joy that I felt. And um, so now it's got me really excited for, you know, Emerson and some of the toys that she'll be opening up uh, this Christmas morning. I'm just going to stuff. I'll be like, before you play with this, just give me a, it's going to look really weird, but just give me that toy. I'm just going to get a quick hit of that. Yeah, so, man. So I can be transported back to my childhood. But yeah, there's just, there's nothing like that new toy smell. Do you know, I actually thought of that. It didn't make it on my list, but I did think of that. And mm. there's one particular toy that I always felt was very fragrant, and that was the He-Man toys. Some of them oh, actually, okay. there was a character called like Skunk Or, I think, that actually did smell like Skunk. It was Oh, it was really? Great. great toy. Great I, toy. Skunk Or? There was a guy named Skunk Or? I think so. Yeah. He definitely looked like a skunk. I, there was, I remember Skeletor. Yeah. And He-Man and She-Ra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His name was Stinkor. Stinkor, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was another one that smelled like grass. Mossman. Yeah, I had him too. That was good stuff. Good, good this stuff. This feels like the original iteration of like the bosses that, um, what's what's that? Um, oh, gosh, what is that game? Um, Monopoly. With, with the, yes, very similar to that. Tic-tac-toe. Close. Connect uh, four. The guy who's got like the <laughs> arm that like he can shoot the Inspector like, balls out of. Inspector Gadget. No. Captain it, Planet. And he fights like Metal Man and like uh, Mega Man. Mega, Mega Man. Man. Yes. That's what it was. We got there. I love it. Yeah, woo. <laughs> oh, that's Man. great. Okay. Um, we're to my number four. My number four is cinnamon. I love Ooh. the smell of cinnamon. Uh, I would say I like the smell of cinnamon more than the taste of cinnamon. Not that I dislike the taste, but I like the smell more. And the best way I think to smell cinnamon is from a cinnamon broom. Have you ever had a cinnamon Ooh, broom what? in your house? Go what to like Trader, Trader Joe's or Ralph's or whatever your local grocery store is. They usually will have them, will have them, especially at this time of the year. 
It's literally like a broom. You don't use it to sweep, but it's just in the shape of a broom, and it's made all of cinnamon. So it's big. It's like, you know, two feet long. Um, what? And then you can put it in your house, and it's very, very fragrant. Much better oh than, gosh. you know, like just some cinnamon sticks. Get a cinnamon broom, and you put that right by the front door, so then when you walk in the house, you're like... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Christmas time, baby. So, yeah, my number four is going to be cinnamon, specifically a cinnamon broom. Are they like the size of a full-size broom? No, they're about two feet long. Oh, two, okay. Yeah, uh, probably about two feet long. About a foot of like this? a little handle and then a foot of bristles. How have I never seen this in my life? Yeah. This is wild to me. Uh, maybe all the people I've been going to their houses, they have that tradition of hiding their brooms at the holidays. And that's why <laughs> that's I, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't yes. seen them at their house. Yes, lots of um, Swedish friends. All, all my Swedish friends. They're all fish, by the way. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, okay. And chefs. They're all fish and chefs, sure, sure, actually. Sure, sure, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Moving on to number four. Um, this one, again, is a very, like... It emotes this response in me. And it's a very funny item. You're probably going to laugh at me when I tell you. And that's fine because I'm living my truth. Uh, and that is scotch tape. Mm. I, like I when, didn't think it had a smell. Oh, scotch tape definitely has a smell to it. The next time you are wrapping your gifts, give a little give a little sniff okay. of the scotch tape. See, we'll the thing is, and I will say, it's. I think it's more so like, the the OG scotch tape that's got like the green and black sort of like you know checkerboard pattern sure, on sure. it yeah, yeah. rather than like the new age like wrapping paper tape you know I'm thinking of that that tape that's got a little frost to it sure yeah you yeah, know yeah yeah and I just think of what it makes me think of is like huddled in my room as a kid and then like or my living room as I got older or nowadays like out in my garage when I build my wrapping station. And I throw on my music and I, I crack open some fresh scotch tape and I just start ripping off pieces of it. And I'm wrapping papers or I'm wrapping gifts and wrapping paper for the people I love most. Like it just it, it, it immediately takes me to looking at all these gifts that I've, you know, gathered for the people that I love the most. And there's just scotch tape is always a part of it. Um, I love that. It's always there. And it just it, it immediately makes me see that scene of a big pile of gifts that I'm looking forward to uh, to wrapping for those I love most. I love that. That's good. I I am definitely going to give uh, my scotch tape a good whiff next time uh, I'm I'm using it. Which I'm yeah, sure everybody we'll out there, let's give it. Let's give a collective you know whiff of our scotch tape right now. Yeah. Let's just all go grab yeah. go grab it from the from the junk drawer <laughs> right now. You know where it's at. Grab it. <laughs> stick it up to your it's noses. It's supposed to be in the junk drawer, but it never is. <laughs> Did I tell you that my wife organized the junk drawer recently? What? blasphemy yeah i know and i opened it and i was like i don't know where anything's at i literally know where nothing's at and she was like it's all right there for you to see it i said you don't understand this is not how it's supposed to look i my brain works better when it's all mixed together and yeah, yeah, somehow my yeah. brain's like i gotta dig underneath the weird you know screwdriver head over there and the mm -hmm. the pile of batteries in the back corner and the That's birthday card I know. I keep... from like a 100%. grandparent, you're like, I shouldn't throw that away. I'll just put it in the drawer there. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, never wow. organize your That's junk funny. drawer. Don't do it. Don't do it, people. No. <laughs> um, all right. So we're to my number three here. Okay. I, I may have talked about this particular thing on the podcast before. If I have not, get ready, folks, because I could talk about this for an hour. And that is, <laughs> it's a candle, 
It is, I think, the greatest candle ever created. Ever, ever created. Again, this is not an ad, but if you go get yourself to Bath & Body Works and you get yourself a Leaves candle. Have I, have I talked about mm. this? Did oh, this yes. Many times. Okay, yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Leaves candle. <laughs> I'm going to talk about it again. It is the greatest thing. You can get it in the fall as soon as it, you know, the, it starts to become October. So it, it is a little bit of a fall scent. But for me, it is just the warmest, most inviting, most cozy, most homey, mm. most just like filled with like a blanket around me, even without having a blanket around me feeling, <laughs> uh, is the Leaves Candle from Bath & Body Works. I love that smell. I associate it definitely with the start of the season, you know, in October, in our minds, you know. But then we we burn them straight through all the way to the new year, especially when it's cold out. Oof. So yeah, my my number three here is going to be the famous Leaves Candle from Bath and Body Works. Number three. Oh my gosh, I, I don't know how I have still not smelled that candle. Oh, it's so good. You got to bring it. Hey, next time we're in studio later this week, I'll bring you got to yes, I'll bring one. Bring I will it and let's I will. let's light that candle up, baby. Um, all right, so number three for me, uh, I'm going to go... I, I just actually had this experience um, the other day. I went to the mall. And, you know, for the last couple of years, malls, you know, we really... I mean, we don't really go to the mall in general anymore. But um, my family, we all met up at the mall to get our Hallmark Channel uh, ornaments, or just our Hallmark ornaments this right. year. And I was just immediately transported as I walked in the door of Macy's and was hit by that smell of the perfumes and the colognes and the leather from the bags and all the things. It's just like, there is this smell that I couldn't put my my finger on as to like what exactly it is. It's just like, it's an amalgamation. It's a cornucopia of like all the goodies that exist in that store. There's something about a department store smell at the Christmas time where like- Mall smell. I, it's, it, it just- it's mall smell. Mall, there's yeah. there's nothing like it. Um, and and it, I when I walked into it the other day, I immediately just like, I don't know, it made me happy. I I was, it just felt so familiar and something that I hadn't done in a while. And it just felt really, really good. And immediately like reminded me of so many Christmas pasts of, you know, going to the mall and, you know, fighting through the crowds to, to get a good parking spot and to, to get to that store that you got to get to. And it was, yeah. it was a fun little, little flashback for me. So I'm going to go number three, the smell of the mall. I love that because I love malls. I think I've told you this maybe off the air, but a mall other than being like with my family is my happiest place on earth is being hmm. in a mall. I love malls. I love them year round, but especially at Christmas, there is something just great about being there with your whole family, especially when we were kids. I remember being like kind of dragged along, but it was kind of an opportunity to also be like, oh, I kind of really want that for Christmas. And you could sort of like see stuff and tell your parents about it. And then I'd love to sort of sometimes see my like mom or dad be like, I'd be like, oh, I really want that jacket or something. And then they'd be like, okay, okay. Um, hey, Tom, uh, can you just uh, take them to the food court? And you knew that <laughs> your parents were going to buy it, like right when yes. you said it, yes, but they didn't yes, want yes. you to see them buying it. You know, I love that. I love that. That's a great, oh my gosh. great, uh, great memory, great, uh, great smell, mall smell. Okay, do we my know, number two. Go ahead. Do we know where the word mall comes from? Like, is that short for something? I think it's a juice. <laughs> 
Passion Orange Mall. It, it just <laughs> pa, Palm didn't have the same ring to it as Pog. Uh, so Emilio has pulled something up here. It says the word mall comes from a 16th century Italian alley game that resembled croquet. It was called Palam Palamaglio or Palmall in English. The alley on which the game was played came to be known as a mall. Huh. Yeah, I feel like that's a mall like in Washington, D.C., where they call that the mall that's like in between. So I'm saying like a shopping mall. Is there a different origin for that word? This whole art, it's it's on uh, merriamwebster.com. And it it looks like they say that the word mall. Now, why they chose the word mall for something that had nothing to do with uh, an alley game. I don't know. Did they did people used to play games in the mall i don't know i don't know i mall, mall countdown is, is coming to you 2023 just, <laughs> just um okay so we're to my number two here this is a good one i'm excited about this one this one okay. it's a, sort of a twofer but it's kind of all the same thing and that's going to be the smell of snow slash cold air uh Ooh. now that for me is a smell that I have not had in a few years because I've been in California or in Florida at Christmas time. But growing up in Chicago and many years uh, living in New York, I love that feeling of stepping out of my door, getting out of my car, and like your nose hairs instantly freeze. There is mm. just a biting cold that like hurts your cheeks. And your teeth kind of feel, you can feel the like cold air, like going through your teeth and into your bones. I love that smell of that cold. And also like the snow, there's something about like when you're a kid and playing in the snow and you kind of like fall face first into the snow pile and the (laughs) snow, it's not a terribly pungent smell because it's essentially water, but there is a a sort of feeling and a smell of coldness that I really, Mm. really love and obviously associate with with Christmas time. So for me, it's going to be cold air slash snow that I love do for you, number two. Do you think, I'm just curious because I, I've wondered this like before, because I know like I love, you know, I love going to the mountains here in Southern California and my favorite, one of my favorite parts of it is like getting up early in the morning when it's really cool outside because there's just like a smell in the air that's very different. I wonder if the snow is, if the smell is actually how snow interacts with like leaves and grass yeah. and, you know, detritus Maybe. on the ground. Is it like some, is it something about that, that mixture of the two that creates that very unique smell? I don't know. I, did you say detritus? Yeah, I said detritus. What the heck is detritus? You've never heard the word detritus before? No, but I love it, but I don't know what it is. My my dad, Michael, he he used like that was just a part of my childhood. Like, oh, there's detritus everywhere. Like, I don't know. It was. <laughs> what is it? Can you, can you pull up the definition of detritus, Emilio? Yeah. Um, let's see if we can read it to you here. I don't even know if I know how to spell it. Uh, so detritus is waste or debris of any kind. It could be gravel, sand, silt, you know, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> detritus. I love that. Look at all the detritus around here. This is ridiculous. I'm going to start saying that to my kids. Would you clean up this detritus? Clean up this detritus right now. Um, Well, I'm glad I could introduce you to a new word because I feel like you are always bringing up words on our show that I've never heard before. Um, Transportative. Transportative. We we haven't even looked at it. Emilio, 
Trans- is it transportative? Transportive. 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 Emilio says. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. That makes Coco sense. bombs. Um, <laughs> are- <laughs> All right, so number we're to number two now. So yeah, number the two. number two selection for me, this is really hard because there are three that are like vying for the top two spots. And you could argue, well, Danny, why didn't you put one of them at number three? And this is what happens with these lists sometimes is you get sure. a little ahead of yourself sure. and you've already committed your spots and now you got to narrow it down. Yes. So at number two, I'm going to go with uh, people with fires in their fireplaces, like with actual like wood burning fires, or if they're having like a fire in like a fire pit in their backyard. Um, My neighbors, God bless them. um, Most nights they make too much noise, but I will say they're always making noise around a fire. And when I walk out at night to go take my dog out, that smell, it immediately hits my nose and I can hear, I can hear the crackling of the yeah. wood happening on the other side of the wall. And when, when that smell hits my nose, like it just, it's again, trans transportive. It, it trans, yes. it transports me back to like childhood. Cause I grew up with, with like an actual log burning fireplace in my home. And, and I can remember we had like a wood pile in the backyard and my mom would like come in with the bucket full of wood and, you know, would put it, arrange it in the fire. And just, there was something I don't know, just something about seeing that fire in your living room and and the smell that came with it. Just um, it felt so calming and uh, I miss that, you know, and and those those smells remind me of that time, um, which is really, really special. So I'm going to go with the smell of a a fireplace with wood or a fire pit burning wood in someone's backyard. Well, Danny, I'd say that your selection is correct. It was just in the wrong spot because my number (laughs) one selection my number one selection is a fire, an outdoor fire slash leaves burning, which you may not Ooh. have grown up smelling as much in California. But in the Midwest, it's a big thing because there's so many leaves that fall on the ground uh, in the East Coast as well uh, to burn your leaves. Right. And so mm. there's a smell of somebody burning like a big pile of leaves that is very similar to like sort of a fireplace or campfire smell, but there's something about the leaves that makes it really pungent. You can smell it from a couple mm. blocks away. And that also like, I'm, I just love that smell. It, like you were saying, it, it is warm. It's cozy. It feels like the weekend. And I feel like mm. I want the holidays to always feel like a constant weekend, like no work, yeah. just hanging out with family what like it's around like three thirty in the afternoon and dad's like, I'm going to go burn the leaves. And like, and they kind of like the light is getting darker and the, the lights are starting to come on on the street of people's Christmas lights. And you just smell that like leaves burning. And then maybe because of that, you have a little campfire because even though it's cold out, you're able to put like a, you know, a little fire pit like near the house and everybody gets bundled up and, ah, oh, there's nothing Nothing better. I guess probably because mm. I like the leaves candle, I also like the leaves actually burning, actually burning leaves. <laughs> so uh, my number one, uh, as Danny was just talking about, is going to be a fire, campfire, or leaves burning uh, at Christmas time is my favorite, mm. favorite Christmas smell. Mm. I've never burned leaves before. That that To me, growing up in California, that sounds like a really bad idea. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's like I feel like Smokey the Bear was telling me to do the exact opposite of <laughs> right. that all Don't through my childhood. Light your leaves on Only fire. you can prevent forest fires. 
but yeah. I heard they smell real nice when you burn them. Uh, <laughs> all right. So number one for me, I'm between two here. I okay. am between two, and this one is so hard for me. Um, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna rip off the band-aid and I am gonna say the smell of the turkey cooking in the oven. Mm, that's a good and one. the way that it permeates the house. Yeah. There is something about that holiday meal smell that somehow just finds its way into every nook and cranny uh, of your house. And and it's the type of thing, even like I, I've noticed this recently, and I think part of it is because our our HVAC unit, our furnace is like right by the kitchen. So like it just sucks right. in all the air and just blows it throughout the house. Yeah. But I've noticed, like I noticed this after Thanksgiving recently that I put on a shirt and I was like, wait a second, this, this kind of smells like Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> um, and yeah. so maybe it's just the way my house is, is laid out, but there's something about like that smell. It just, it permeates the house and it just lingers for like a, a couple days after the fact and and there's something about that that is just so special you know because even after everyone's gone home and the dishes have been cleaned up that that smell is is still there and and then next year if you're so fortunate it comes back again um yeah. and reminds you of all all those memories that you shared in in your home or your family's home or or relatives home you know over the years it's it's a very and that's the cool thing about a turkey smell or the just the, the christmas dinner in general is that you could smell it at anybody's house you know yeah um and and it's very very special so i'm gonna go number one um i guess i'll be a little bit more general and just say the christmas dinner smell just give us your other one it's okay you know what the other one was yeah okay. just tell us it was gonna be a fresh tree a fresh christmas yeah. tree you know yeah, it's great there is great I, but you know you saying that like yours isn't super fragrant i immediately was like full of questions sure. like are the trees becoming less fragrant? Is that a, is that like a, is that a problem that we need to be like, I don't know, paying attention to? It's like, it's like is that it just M. Night your Shyamalan tree? movie with Mark Wahlberg where the trees are trying to kill us. Which one was that? Uh, uh, the following that or something or the, the hap the happening. Is that the one where like the people live in that private community? No, that's the village, which is also a good okay. one. But there's one where the trees are like, decide that humans are the problem and so they start like killing everyone chris do you know which it's called the happening the happening i was right okay yeah. the happening the happening yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah i mean maybe that's what's happening right now maybe, maybe i got a different i'll tell you smell good i'll tell you my the christmas tree that i got this year was like it was not a douglas fir it was like a hampton fir or something like that what? so it was a uh a species or a genus that i was unfamiliar with but what I love about it is that it has very strong branches. So, mm. yeah. One of the smells that we didn't, that neither of us said is like the smell of like gingerbread or cookies being yeah. cooked, which is another great Christmas smell. But yeah, yeah. You know, smells are great. You know what, Eric? We do have a bonus episode coming up later this, this week. True. So maybe. Maybe we'll drop maybe some we of those nuggets there. Yeah. Those smelly nuggets uh, smelly later on this smelly week. Smelly nuggets there. Because we want we want you to think about smells that are very transportative. 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 To Christmas season. You got it in there. Somewhere it was in Somewhere there. Somewhere in there is a sure. word. 
Um, but yes. folks, that is that's going to be the end of this uh, particular episode. We hope that you uh, stuck with us through our our endless tangential banter at the beginning um, <laughs> and made it to the smells that uh, which we this was a very fun list to do. I like that. But we're we're going to end it here. But we will be back for another episode that will drop on Thursday of this week. Uh, we're getting close, folks. We are so close to Christmas. Thank you for sticking with us. Ooh. Thank you for listening. Thank you for hopefully telling your friends about us. Uh, make sure you follow us on all the socials. Like and subscribe. Leave us a review if you have not done so yet. And as we like to end every episode of the Christmas Countdown Show, we like to close by saying Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Bye-bye, everybody. We'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. See ya. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, that was fun.